Welcome to SBRE Capital Matters, the only show focused on the small balance real estate community with your host, Matt Burke. Hello and welcome back to SBRE Capital Matters. I'm Matt Burke, CEO of Fairway America, Chief Investment Officer of Fairway America Funds 677QP. Uh, I've been doing this show now for, I don't know, going on four or five months. And the whole idea around the show is to try to bring as much value as we can to people on both sides of the SBRE entrepreneurial uh, community. And basically, we define an SBRE entrepreneur as somebody who has to go raise capital from investors on an ongoing basis in order to fund whatever kinds of deals they're doing. And of course, they're all real estate based. Uh, but the necessity of raising capital on an ongoing basis is kind of what unites all of our SBRE entrepreneurs. And of course, the high net worth investors that provide the capital to those people are, are a very important part of that constituency. So the show is all about trying to help people understand the depths of what goes on in that community, how to uh, do a better job of it, how to raise more capital, how to be more transparent, how to find more investors, how to get more investors engaged in the community and so forth. So that's really what we strive to do here and we bring guests in from around the entrepreneurial community that that come at it from different angles and today i'm pleased to bring a colleague of mine uh kellen stevens who is the director of strategic accounts at, at one of the divisions of fairways group of companies uh, called fairway america advisory services uh welcome kellen thank you matt so kellen uh kellen and i go back a little ways i've known kellen going on probably 12 years or something like that now and um, so he's he's had a couple stints at the company, and uh, he's he's again the director of strategic accounts. And Kellen, tell us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been with Fairway, and just give us a little background. Yeah. So uh, as Matt had mentioned, I've been with Fairway now. This is my second stint with Fairway, uh, going on just over eleven years. Uh, started out when Fairway was primarily just a hard money commercial real estate lender as the uh, marketing rep and then the account executive and uh, worked my way up to the loan officer. And since the, um, as the business has changed and morphed a little bit, I got the opportunity to come back and now work primarily with real estate entrepreneurs uh, on the advisory side of our business and, you know, helping identify, you know, the, where we can provide the most value for them uh, with where they're at in their business and uh, seeing where they fit in the suite of services that we provide. So, so with what does exactly the Fairway America Advisory Services do? Kind of what's your role there? And maybe describe that a little bit. Yeah, so typically a client, you know, our goal is to help small balance real estate entrepreneurs uh, scale their business. So we get a variety of entrepreneurs who are in various different stages of their business and require additional assistance uh, and help uh, moving from what we call the FF and R uh, zone of their business. So some of the clients are what, what, what exactly? Oh, what does FF and R mean? So friends, family, and relatives, uh, people that they've been raising capital from uh, on an ongoing basis who they've known well, have done previous deals with, business with over the years, um, but they're at a point or an inflection point of their business where they're looking to scale and grow beyond. Uh, kind of that ceiling uh, of that group of uh, clients that they're raising uh, capital for. Uh, so a lot of what we do is provide additional guidance, support, and services around how we can help uh, maximize uh, the value proposition for them to scale their business up. 
so how exactly do you do that? And maybe describe some of the options that, that Fairway America Advisory Services has when you're engaging with a small balance real estate entrepreneur. Yeah, great question. There's a number of different things uh, and services that we provide for clients. Uh, at the very high level, uh, you get a client coming in who might be interested in creating a fund. So we can help them set up uh, the fund uh, in terms of providing the guidance around creating the right capital structure to go around their asset model. Uh, other clients that we come across already have a fund, but maybe need some additional guidance and advisory support on how to go out and raise capital from typically high net worth accredited investors make up a good bulk uh, of the clients that we're dealing with. You know, other clients provide additional uh, back office support. So they have a fund, they've been raising capital, um, but they need help, whether it's back office accounting, whether it's the investor management technology platform. So those are just kind of a few of the variety of services that we provide for clients. And our ultimate goal is to create the most value we can for them and really meet them where they're at in their business. So give me an example of a typical client that you might work with, somebody that, that you encounter, say, frequently that, that comes in, and how would you engage with that person? Sort of describe what that client might look like. Sure. Um, so a typical client, uh, when they call us, they are looking, like I said, they're looking to scale their business. They may not be 100% sure what the right avenue is, uh, but they're looking for additional support and guidance uh, around how they take that next step in their business. So my well, so like, like, who are these guys? I mean, are these like, um, are they lenders? Are they people buying houses? Are they buying notes? Or are they trying to acquire commercial property? Or kind of, kind of, what do they, what do they look like? Are there some commonalities there? Yeah, I would say they're a combination of all of those things. I would say the primary goal for all of them across the board is helping them be more effective around raising capital. Um, so you get a variety, I would say, you know, mortgage pool lenders, fix and flip, uh, direct acquisition. I mean, they all typically come in. I would say if I, if I had to pick one that I saw the most of would probably be more on the mortgage pool side. Uh, so a lot of what my role is, is just to help identify where they're currently at in their business, ask questions around what their long-term goals and objectives are, uh, where they're currently at, what kind of deals they're doing, who they're raising capital from right now, uh, what are their strategic objectives, you know, three years, five years down the road. Uh, and ultimately, just getting the opportunity to learn more about their business provides us a greater insight to where we can provide the most value for them. So can you give me an example of a success story or maybe somebody you can think of recently that, that you've worked with that kind of just tell the story. What happened? What were they looking for? How were you able to help them? Maybe try to bring it home for people a little bit in terms of helping somebody understand. Often examples a good way of doing that. Can you think of somebody that falls into that category? Sure. So we have, um, you know, I had a, a client that we had recently, or not recently, but a couple years ago, you know, had set up uh, a mortgage pool fund for. Um, he was. Uh, you know, it, it was clear that he had the right asset model, did a number of deals. Um, but his primary challenge was, uh, you know, he was running into scalability. He had about 25, 30 investors that he was typically working with. Um, but his biggest challenge was he was missing out on opportunities because every time that he had to 
uh, or identified a deal that fit his underwriting parameters, uh, he had to go out and then call these, all these different investors, find one or two of them. And while he's doing that, other opportunities are uh, going past him at that point. So he was an ideal client uh, given the asset model as well as the number of deals he was doing to start a fund. You know, we helped him, you know, from the very beginning to end, you know, launch their fund, provide the guidance around creating the right documentation uh, and fund creation for his asset model and capital structure. Uh, and I want to say uh, to date now, uh, after a couple years, his fund is just north of 10 or 15 million. I don't have the exact numbers with me. I apologize. But he's an ideal candidate, I would say, for somebody who fit the uh, mold uh, of our advisory services that we could help him go from raising capital from a one-off deal uh, to taking that next jump into setting up his own uh, fund and raising capital in a discretionary fund model. You know, I know there are a number of service providers out there that can help small balance real estate entrepreneurs set up a fund. Of course, we're well aware of you know, any number of competitors on that side of the equation. But what is it that makes Fairway America Advisory Services different or unique, or, or how do you differentiate yourself from the variety of other people that can can easily help somebody produce a set of documents that you know enable them to launch a fund? Do you do you have some something that makes you special or unique? Yeah, I, I would say our our probably and that question comes up quite a bit from clients that uh, call us. Um, but I would say, you know, if I had to mark it down to three, uh, three key uniques that we do is our commitment to genuine delivery of deep and custom value add solutions. So, you know, when a client calls us, you know, the whole goal is to create a solution specific to their needs. And it's not always creating a fund. It may be back office. It may be technology. It may be more of the advisory and consulting side of it. So taking a real in-depth look at their business, I would say, is one of the key uniques. Uh, I would say our approach as a fund manager from that perspective uh, is another unique that we have. I and mean, we've walked many miles in the same shoes as many of the clients who call us. So I think uh, when clients engage us, I think they get uh, they have a great appreciation that we've been through this, uh, been through the same uh, wars and battles they've been through on the uh, as both a fund manager and an investor. Uh, and then I would say kind of what, you know, the last one, if I had to pick, is just the full suite of services and options we provide for clients. Like I said, it's not just fund creation, because fund creation may not be the most value for everybody, but it's uh, our Redwood Real Estate Administration, Fiducia Labs, or a combination of uh, consulting and guidance that uh, we can help clients with uh, really separates us, I think, from other people in the market. Great. Well, we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be back with Kellen Stevens, Director of Strategic Accounts at Fairway America Advisory Services, right after this break. Administration LLC is a third-party administration firm focused exclusively on non-institutional-sized real estate asset-based funds, syndications, and managers. Redwood REA's exclusive focus on small balance real estate combined with high-touch answers, accessibility, personal service, and full spectrum of SBRE solutions is what a growing number of clients highly regard as the Redwood difference. If you are looking to streamline your back office and professionalize your financial and investor reporting, then contact Redwood Real Estate Administration today at www.redwoodrea.com. Redwood REA. 
the Small Balance Real Estate Back Office Administration Experts. The Small Balance Real Estate community is growing. Comprised of serious real estate entrepreneurs and savvy high net worth investors, the shared abundance mindset is a bond. SBREfunds.com is where the SBRE community gathers to grow their knowledge and their portfolios. If you are looking for SBRE investment opportunities, educational content across the spectrum of SBRE-focused topics, and an online resource exclusively servicing the flourishing SBRE community, then SBREfunds.com welcomes you. Welcome back to SBRE Capital Matters with your host, Matt Burke. I'm here today with Kellen Stevens, Director of Strategic Accounts at Fairway America Advisory Services. Uh, so, Kellen, let's get into a little bit more depth here and try to see if we can help some uh, aspiring small balance real estate entrepreneurs really understand you know, how you can help them scale their business and, and bring more value. I know you talk with entrepreneurs all over the country frequently and, and have you know, literally had thousands and thousands of conversations over the last few years. So have a pretty good perspective around some of the issues and the challenges and the opportunities that these people face. What would you say is, I, I know you've mentioned a couple of times, the common theme around, you know, raising capital and, and that tends to be, you know, their biggest problem, but specifically, you know, what would you say is some of the common themes that you encounter when you're talking to these people about their desire to raise more capital and the struggles they have around doing that? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. It's certainly a loaded question. So, you know, as it relates to many of the clients that we deal with, I mean, the challenge around raising capital is always the primary focus. And so what I try to assess with each client is where they're currently at uh, in their business model and where do they see uh, the value uh, that we can provide for them as it relates to the advisory services. So it's really walking through their current business model. And for example, you know, certain clients, some are going to be, you know, more difficult than others in terms of what the right approach is as far as raising capital. Uh, do I take on a partner uh, is a question that I come on uh, to help seed the opportunity. Can I hire a broker dealer? If so, what does that look like? And what are the, the pros and cons and challenges uh, of all of that? Uh, how do I grow my investor base organically? Do I ask for referrals? Is that appropriate uh, for us to clients? And there's really no wrong answers, I would say, for all those. A lot of it just depends on working through the process. Uh, and again, the benefit of having us help you based on where you're currently at in the business, what the right approach is uh, for where, uh, where a client currently is. All of those options could be available uh, to a partner, but the timing of when you execute on some of those things uh, is to be determined on on how your business is growing organically. Well, I would say that my experience is that a lot of people don't really understand the various factors that go into what contributes to their success or lack of success in in raising capital or how they would get from kind of where they are today to where they're going. Would you agree with that? Yes, and I, I would agree. And it's not as just simple as, uh, you know, a lot of the misconceptions that I get from clients is, uh, well, I just, I just need to, I just need to get more people. I just need to find more investors. And it's, it's more of a numbers. And there's a numbers game component to that. But what clients need to continue to think about and understand is, how their current business is structured, as well as what is the proper structure them 
for them in the future. And whether that's a fund or the syndication, um, the right type of financial modeling, or just general guidance and, and advice around how to, how to go about growing their business are the key concepts in conjunction with the back office accounting piece. I mean, all of these pieces, Matt, are critically important to uh, real estate entrepreneurs raising capital. So it goes just beyond just, I need to find more investors. I mean, we all want to find more investors and investors that uh, ideally like uh, our fund or deals, but how you go about structuring your business, whether it's in a fund or a syndication or the back office accounting, uh, the investor relations piece with, uh, you know, the proper technology channels, all of that becomes vitally important to, you know, raising capital from new and uh, growing your existing investor base as well. I, I find that a fair number of people seem to think that setting up a fund is somehow going to automatically mean that there's money sitting there in order to fund their deals. Do you ever hear that from people? Yeah, that's that's a common misconception I get from a lot of real estate entrepreneurs. And, and listen, I'm, I'm not here saying a fund for a lot of people under the right model is, is perfectly viable. I think the biggest challenge that guys have, or, or two challenges if they set up a fund that somehow the fund itself is kind of the golden goose. And if I just had a fund, I can go out and raise capital. Uh, my experience by and large for clients and, you know, again, as part of the advisory services uh, and the guidance that we provide is to understand that, you know, it's hard to raise capital and it's hard to raise capital in the discretionary fund because uh, you'll come across investors who, you know, like the idea of investing directly into the assets as opposed uh, to a fund. But again, our, our goal and job is to provide as much value as we can for clients to help help them understand or better help assess their current situation and how they might be able to overcome some of those uh, objections from investors. So what are some of the key things that you see from people who do come through that, that do make the decision to launch a fund that actually end up being successful like the client that you mentioned earlier? Because I know that you know some people get them off the ground and get them going and then other people spend the money, whether it's you know, hiring an attorney or whatever and end up, you know, dropping some significant cash to get the thing, you know, set up, but then aren't able to actually go somewhere. What would you say is the common themes of the people who make it versus the ones that don't? Yeah, that's a great question. I would say there's there's two common factors. Uh, if I had to pick up all the clients uh, over the five years or so now that we've been helping uh, set up funds, one is deal flow. I mean, you have to have the deal flow. It, it, it has to be there. You have to have an origination platform. And I'm not just talking about mortgage pool lending. You can be doing direct acquisitions. You can have a tax lien fund or a note fund or whatever the case may be, but you have to have the deals. If you don't have the deals, a fund can end up becoming um, somewhat more of a hindrance um, than a long-term strategic value add. Uh, and the second thing I would say between the guys uh, and girls um, that uh, are really successful raising fund is they have a long-term uh, strategic outlook on growing their business. I would say if I had to pick anything why guys uh, or anybody for that matter uh, ends up creating a fund and then putting it on the shelf is they don't view this as a long-term strategic play. So they create the fund, they go out, they try to raise capital, uh, and struggle doing so. It's harder than they thought. And then they just revert back to their old model, doing syndications, doing one-off deals, 
whatever the case may be. The clients that break through that barrier are willing to try and fail and continue to work and grow with their business. And I, we tell clients all the time, even when you start a fund, you're still going to do the one-off deals. You still may broker off some deals, but the goal long-term will be to eventually you know, swing the pendulum to where every deal is going through the fund. But that does take time. And for every client, that timing is a little different, but the, the people who view it as a long-term strategic play and have the deal flow uh, are the ones that eventually end up pushing through and becoming very successful. Do you find that people who are really able to raise capital are, have a dedicated resource to doing that or, or, or how does that work? Is Great. it usually one person yeah, really management good. teams or what? Yeah, that's a really good question, Matt. I, I find the there's exceptions to every rule, right? Um, but I find that the the groups that end up being most successful uh, are the ones that have clear divisions of responsibilities within their fund. Um, so you may have a, a somebody who's in charge of underwriting, you may have somebody who's in charge of origination, and you may have somebody who's in charge of you know raising capital. Just as an example, now all these folks may be cross trained. Um, within a small balance real estate uh, organization to do a little bit of everything. But I have always found that the companies, and again, it's all about you know scale and appropriate timing, but the companies that grow to where there's clear um, responsibilities across the boards through the organizations uh, are the ones that are most successful. And specifically on the capital raising side, because investors like to have a point of contact and somebody within the organization that they know that they can call or email who is the primary, uh, you know, POC for that particular area of the business, just like accounting, just like originations, all of that. So that would be, if I had to pick thing, a common thread between all the successful groups that we've worked with. So aside from setting up a fund, I know you provide other uh, services to people. And let's say someone's not really ready to do that, but they're still interested in scaling their business. Are there other types of engagements or, or ways to help somebody out besides setting up a fund? And let's say not the back office investor technology, but in terms of just helping them understand and, and mm-hmm. what it is they're doing and help give them some guidance and a roadmap and that kind of thing? Yeah. So we have. Funny you shouldn't mention. We do have what we call the, um, you know, the the fund roadmap uh, that we offer for clients, and that's really the opportunity uh, to work directly with our advisory team because you run across many clients who, you know, are just they feel like the fund is right the direction. They may have the asset model uh, that's the right direction, but they need more guidance. Not guidance around creating documents, but more around the business side of uh, the equation. What are their strengths, their weaknesses, their opportunities? potential threats for what they're looking to accomplish. So a full SWOT analysis around, does this make sense? Does it not? When should I do it? What additional resources can uh, do I need to add internally? What can I um, outsource to other third parties? So it, it, just a general help from a business leader who's, again, walked many miles in your shoes uh, to, to best determine not only if the fund is the right course of action for you, uh, but also just general guidance around what that could look like uh, on the overall business side of the equation. Okay, well, we're running short on time. Kellen, I'm, you know uh, well from 
spending a lot of time with me over the years, but you know, I'm a big fan of uh, learning and reading and listening to audios and all that. And uh, I know you're also into that kind of thing. So what are some of the things you're listening to these days that uh, you might recommend to our listeners? Yeah, I would, uh, a couple of books, I'm actually reading three of them right now. Um, two by the same author, Jeff Toole, Mastering the Complex Sale, uh, as well as Exceptional Selling. These are as spot on selling books, not only, you know, it, not only for our industry, but just complex sales in general, as far as, uh, you know, a better understanding your clients uh, and how to follow up and asking the right questions, et cetera. So I've, I've really enjoyed uh, Jeff's books as well. Uh, another book that I read both educationally and as well as for um, uh, my continual education is Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. Uh, it's fascinating read just from an enjoyment standpoint, former FBI negotiator, police officer, all around really dealing with negotiations uh, in terms of life-threatening uh, type scenarios, which obviously is not necessarily our business, but a lot of great content and information to take off uh, uh, that uh, anybody can take out of that. So those are my books right now. Good, good. Well, uh, so how do people get in touch with you if they, if they so desire? Sure. Uh, they can reach out to me. Uh, my direct line uh, here at Fairway is 503-906-9113. You can also email me at kellen.stevens at fairwayamerica.com. So that's K-E-L-L-E-N dot Stevens, S-T-E-V-E-N-S at fairwayamerica.com. Kellen, thanks for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Matt. Well, thanks everybody for joining us on SBRE Capital Matters. Again, we are the only show that's dedicated exclusively to small balance real estate and all that goes into that on the entrepreneur side and the investor side. Hope you enjoy the show and get a lot of value out of it. And uh, we, we enjoy doing it. So we're really committed to having a lot of discussions and bringing some resources to everybody. And remember, when it comes to small balance real estate, capital matters. You have been listening to SBRE Capital Matters, hosted by Matt Burke. To enjoy other episodes, please visit www.sbrefunds.com slash radio. Nothing in this show is intended to be or should be accepted as legal, accounting, or investment advice. None of the Fairway America companies provide that kind of professional service to SBRE entrepreneurs or investors. Fairway America strongly encourages anyone offering or making SBRE investments to work with qualified attorneys, accountants, and investment advisors to help them navigate the many legal and similar issues that are not addressed here.